Okay, friends. Um, this one's a doozy. I, I try not to ever hold back on you guys. I don't ever want to, um, anyways, I just always try and keep it real. And this is about as real as we're going to get. Uh, I'm sharing my heart and some things that the Lord has brought to my attention. And, and it's funny, isn't it? How, like, you have a conversation with somebody and it brings what you've kind of been thinking about, like, like, fast forward right to the surface. And so, um, that's what I'm sharing about. As a believer, sometimes I think it's hard to justify in our minds success. What does the Bible say about success? Am I really, like, do I really deserve success? What is success? So I'm just sharing real life with you and a struggle and um, something that I am personally walking through. As I will tell you in the episode, I am in process and I know that I am not alone. And so I could have thought, oh, you know what, I'll wait until I got it all figured out, but that's just not how I roll. So let's walk through this together. And I'm excited for you to hear my heart on this. And it's really funny how the Lord works because I have a guest coming on, um, it'll probably air, I don't know, in a few weeks. And one of her topics was about this. And I was like, that's it. That's what we want to talk about. So I'm anxious to, to dig into this even deeper. And anyways, without further ado, hop into the episode and take a listen. But as always, before we get there, you know, I mean, we're still here on planet Earth. And let's talk about my holy grail, collagen, right? If there were a way to improve joint mobility, promote healthy hair, nails, gums, and eyes, and reduce wrinkles from the inside out, you'd want to know more about that, wouldn't you? Yes, you would. I already know that because you're a unicorn mama and we want to know these things. Well, there is a way for you to have all of that and so much more with liquid collagen. It's the first of its kind, award-winning, multi-patented collagen hyaluronic acid matrix, HA matrix, it's pretty awesome, provides 13 phytonutrient-rich superfoods. It tastes great. It's non-GMO, gluten-free, dairy-free, type 2, single source, which means friend, it means that we're not grinding up beak and bone and skin and cartilage and all of those other things that other collagens are doing. This is straight up collagen without any fillers or antibiotics. It, your body is recognizing it as your own collagen. And if you use the link in the show notes, you'll save $10 off your first order. Go to bit.ly slash liquid collagen 10. Make sure that liquid collagen is all caps because I don't know, Bitly's weird like that. Or just go straight to the show notes and you can click on the link there. And finally, friend, I'm putting the final touches on the Mastering Your Niche Masterclass. It will, it would have been out earlier, but this darn cold put me back. So it's coming. Go to bit.ly slash 2022 masterclass to get pre-registered. You'll be the first to know, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. It is a free masterclass um, coming very soon on all things understanding your niche. What is a niche? Why is it important? Blah, 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 all the things bit.ly slash 2022 masterclass. Make sure masterclass is all. 
Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. I hear it in my voice, but I got one of those stinking winter head colds. Uh, But this, wow, I can't not... I can't not record this episode, so bear with me as I share my heart. Have you ever sent off a message to someone and within a few back and forths, all of a sudden the conversation takes a rapid turn that you did not see coming? I'm very certain that every single one of you is like, yep, had that happen before, and maybe it took a turn in such a way that you were like, whoa, um, didn't see that one coming. For for a myriad of reasons. Well, that's exactly what happened to me last week. I sent a friend of mine a message complimenting her on her content. I knew it was something that she had been struggling with and really putting some effort into. And I just wanted to acknowledge her hard work and to encourage her. And so we were chatting back and forth. She was telling me a bit about a coach that she had hired and had been working with. And and so in our conversation, um, I just responded with like, my biggest struggle is the strategy and maybe not exactly the strategy part of it, but the, the planning end of it. I said, how far are you um, planning out your content? And so she was telling me that she and her coach had actually just put together a content calendar and it was really just um, so incredibly helpful for her. And I said, these were my words. I said, I know I need to do this, but my fly by the seat of the pants personality stops me. I can't wrap my head around it. Anyone else feel like that? Like you want the structure. We've talked about that here. Like I so long to be the, you know, container store person, everything in its place. And I really, really do want to, but there's like a part of me that just doesn't, I just don't know how to do it. I kind of feel like confined. And this is what she responded with. I get it. It's fear of success. Think on that. And I went, what? What? Like I must have messaged her a few times. What? This is a woman that I deeply admire and respect. And I, I know number one, she loves the Lord. She's, she's a, an amazing businesswoman. I was speechless. I said, what? How could I have a fear of success? I'm running for big things. I have big goals. I want the success. She knows this. These are things that we talk about. I I literally was the mind blown emoji. You know, the one with the head 
popping off, you know, the flames, the whole thing. I'm running for big things. Like, and then she unpacked it for me. It's a fear of what will happen in the event that you do the things you know you need to be doing. It works and you build something huge. And then what? At this point, I really was like, what the heck just happened? I started with a compliment and we ended up in the biggest left turn that I never saw coming. But in my core, like in my gut, I actually knew what she was saying had a great amount of validity to it. I kept asking her a million questions while still trying to wrap my head around it. You know how that, you have that like, yeah, actually I I, I feel that. I, I feel like you're onto something and I've only had that happen to me a few different times. And, but, but the other part of you is like, but this doesn't make any sense. Like, how can I have a fear of success? I mean, come on. Like I've heard of a fear of failure. Yeah, I get that. Nobody wants to fail, but who has a fear of success? So I asked her, I said, okay, so now what do I do? Now that we've like established this, what do I do? And she said, well, you figure out why you fear success. And she asked, do you fear that it's going to go away? You know, do you fear that you won't be able to manage it? Like, what exactly is your fear? Why do you fear? And immediately, the answer that came to my mind was, I don't think I deserve it. Crying with a stuffy nose right now does not really help the stuffy nose. But wow. Like, it's one thing, you know, when you think these things. And I'm being super vulnerable here, ladies. Super vulnerable. Because we have, I know, I know we have, I have this tendency, I'm going to speak for myself, to look at other people and think, gosh, they got it all together. They got it all figured out. And yeah, maybe I got some things figured out, but there's still a lot of loose ends. Michelle's still trying to figure stuff out at 48 years old. Still trying to figure things out. And when that was the first thing that came to mind, I don't think I deserve it. Wow. For those of you who are old enough, do you remember those Barbara Walters interviews? First of all, do you remember Barbara Walters? (laughs) And the ones where the guests would end in tears? Yeah, that was me. Like I was going through this like I don't know if there's like seven levels of acceptance or, you know, unpacking things, but that was me in a flash. Like I was going through, wait, what? I was going through, okay. And I was emotional. I was so emotional. Like it hit such a nerve. And I think the reason it hit a nerve is because like I said, one, I admire this woman. She knows me, obviously, to say these things. And I respect her and it meant so much that she would say this to me. She knows she has carte blanche to tell me anything. And I appreciate that. So, so here I am walking around the supermarket, crying, trying to hold it together, trying to wrap my head all around this. And so you got this visual in your head, like it's a, it's a pretty picture. Okay. So I get home and I got to get to work. I got to do some research because 
like 90% of me is like, yeah, she's right. But I'm holding out for that 10% that's like, nope, she's wrong. I told her, I said, I'm, I'm working on my counter argument. She says, I'll just wait. <laughs> there was no counter argument. Because I knew in my gut she was right. Now, is this the, the case for all of us? No. Maybe, the, maybe you don't have a fear of success. Maybe it's something else. But for me, I know that she was correct. I know that, and your fear of success, if that's what you have, if you're struggling with, might manifest itself in different ways. Go Google, you know, fear of success. There's a million different things. But for me, what was so important is to take it back to God's word. Because I can find all kinds of things that talk about success and why I deserve success. And I think the reason... I say I don't deserve it is because if you ask my kids any time that they've said something about, you know, oh, I deserve this, that, or or the other thing, our family's response is no, what we deserve is eternal separation from God because that's what we deserve. Now, God in his righteousness and his grace and his mercy shed his son's blood and resurrected him for us so we, we we don't get what we deserve. And so I think that's where I grapple with like, well, I mean, I, I deserve, I don't deserve that. But, 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 but I know that my God loves me and I know that he looks at me as his own child like I look at my children. So, okay. Jumped ahead a little bit. Let me get back here. What I want to share is some things that I learned over the last few days. And let me first be clear. I'm in a process of understanding all of this and gathering information. I have not arrived. I'm not at a point where I'm on the other side. And so because of that, I hesitated to even share this at this point. But here's what I know. If I'm feeling this way, in this situation of learning, then I know, I know in my core that there is at least one other woman out there who is feeling the same way too. So why not go on this journey together? And I think the other component is that I want to err against pride and arrogance and and being seen as the one who's got it all together because I don't. I'm in this process. So truly, let's go on this journey together. The first place to, to easy for me to say, the first place to start, and, and this is where I'm actively at, is how am I defining success? How are you defining success? It's so easy to equate success with a financial achievement, but it's so much more than that. I don't believe that we're called to define our sex, our success by a dollar amount. Sure, that's going to be a component of it, but it can't be the only measure. So more than likely, you are in a social selling network marketing type business. So it's super easy to define your success, success based upon a promotion level. I've done it. I'm guilty of this massively because, and I, I don't think it's, um, a bad thing necessarily, but I don't want to equate success and value. Your value is not found in whatever title you possess in your company. Your value is not found in however much money is in the bank. Your value goes so much deeper. And ultimately, as a believer, isn't success or 
well, let's start with success. Isn't success when we grow closer to our father and king and have a deeper relationship? Our value is, as my pastor likes to say, one Jesus Christ. That's what God looks at us and says, I sent my son for you. We are valuable. And so I think it, um, and we'll get into this in a little bit, I think it's so disrespectful when I place my value in something uh, measured by earthly standards. Growing a deeper relationship that points to points others to Christ, that would be success, right? And doesn't our Father want to bless and take care of us? So in my search, in my research, and in, you know, looking at so many different places, hallelujah for Google, goodness gracious, I grew up in a time when you had to go, gosh, even just saying that phrase makes me sound ancient, but I grew up when, when you wanted to do research, you had to go to the library and pull out the encyclopedias. I don't even know how I would have done this research in a few days um, back then. <clears throat> so... I found this article, and I'll link it in the show notes. I don't remember the title of the article, but it's by a, a gentleman named Fred Smith. This particular article is, and um, it's he's answering a bunch of questions in there, and one of them is why we're afraid of success. Listen to this. He said, it's an incorrect concept of God. So he says, I have a son, and I, it would disturb me if my son were to say to some friends, my dad's got me right where he wants me, unsuccessful. He and I would have to have a talk about his wrong concept of my feelings and desires for him. Holy cow, right? Does that hit you? Like, does anyone ever feel like that's their view of God? Oh, I've got them right where I want them. They're unsuccessful. I know I have thought that, not consciously, but I've caught myself thinking this and going, whoa, wait a second. That's not my God. So that totally hit me, and I and I want to be very clear, and I know I've said this in other episodes, but I want to be very clear here. I'm far from the name it and claim it standpoint, where we basically command God to give us X, you fill in the blank. But I do believe that our God loves his children, and he really wants what's best for us. So I was reading in my Bible study, and she took us to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy about the law. Does anyone, when you hear... Um, if, you, if you read in Deuteronomy and you hear about the law or any time about the law, do you get a negative like a connotation or like a negative vibe when you hear that those words, the law? Yeah, me too. And then I read this definition by Dr. John Salheimer. He describes the law in this way. What the man and woman lost in the garden is now restored to them in the Torah, namely God's plan for their good. So God dis- God establishes the law, and it's not meant to be a written, do this, don't do this. He, he restored what, the, what man had lost because of the fall in the garden. He restored to them in the Torah. That's our God. He has a plan for our good. Think of your own children, or if you don't have children, I mean, swap out people you love, Right? Don't you have boundaries and rules not to keep them down, but rather to allow them to thrive and for their safety, right? Like my kids, you know, they know that they're, I'm not going to let them just go walk around the block. And that's because I want to protect them. We live in an evil society and, you know, I, I don't want them just to go out and be prey for any, 
um, disgusting creatures that might be out there. And so they know that. It's not because I don't want them to have fun. It's because I want them to continue having fun. I want them to be alive. I want them to stay here. I want them to be safe. It's it's much the same. Like, I'm not going to let them run out into the street. It's not because I'm trying to keep them from fun. It's because I'm trying to protect them along with so many other rules that we might set up or boundaries that we might set up. It's for their safety. So again, Fred Smith says this, the measurement of success is simply the ratio of talents used to talents received. What you are doing with what you've got plus who you are becoming. Are you growing, maturing? Are you a growing, maturing Christian? Whether you work in business or in Christian work or as a day laborer, professional or academic, if you are a maturing Christian using a large percentage of your talents, you are successful. Did you notice that in there never once did it say, if you have X number of dollars in the bank, then you're successful. If you've hit the top 2% in your company, you're successful. If If you're driving a Tesla, then you're successful. No. If you're a maturing Christian using a large percentage of your talents, you are successful. Again, he goes on to say, over and over in scripture, we see that God blessed his children with success. That was everything. I'm sorry, this is not him speaking. This is me speaking. Over and over again, we see in scripture that that God has blessed his children with success. That was everything from wealth to land to animals to family and everything in between. You don't have to look very far in the Bible to see how the Lord blessed Abraham and Moses and Joseph, even Adam and Eve, how he blessed them. I mean, that's just Genesis. But let's be very clear. What do they all have in common? They had a de- in common a desire to honor the Lord. So again, from Fred Smith, quote, an, un- un- an unsuccessful person, on the other hand, is one who did not use the chances he or she had. He could have developed himself. He could have made a contribution to life. He could have become a mature Christian, but he didn't. It's my challenge as a leader to keep this from happening and giving permission to succeed is a good starting point. The Bible says that to whom much has been given, much is required. Think about think about what gifts and talents God has given you. He's not just talking about money. He's the Bible is talking about to whom much Um, personality, much gifts, much talents, all of those things to whom much is given, much is required. Often when we bring up this topic, someone will say, oh, but Fred, that sounds like prosperity theology or possibility thinking. It's not. And he goes on to say, there's nothing I oppose more than prosperity theology. I think it's disrespectful to our intelligence and to our God. Prosperity theology says, in effect, that because God likes me, he makes me rich. Not at all. The Bible says God gives opportunities and the ability to be faithful. He doesn't work some formula for favorites. Personal success is possible, not divinely guaranteed. There's no automatic prospering here, no putting God under obligation. But the key difference is in the definition of prosper. This is still Fred Smith talking. It doesn't seem you'll be better known than other people or richer. The biblical definition is that you'll mature as a Christian and use a greater portion of the talents God has given you. 
that is true prosperity, true success. Whoa. Whoa. The key difference is in the definition of prosper. Doesn't mean that you'll be better known than other people or richer. The biblical definition is that you'll mature as a Christian and use a greater portion of the talents God has given you. That is true prosperity, true success. I don't know about you, and like I said, I'm in this process, but wow, wow, that's what I needed to hear. And I know that there's at least one other person out there who's like, I I needed to hear this too. My success is not based upon a number, um, a, a, a level, a, a, you know, a, a title, any of those things. Okay, so let's get practical. What do we do with this information? We've gone through a really like high view, like talking about this. Let's let's land this plane and let's talk a little bit. First and foremost, you probably already know what I'm going to say. Pray. You need to take this to the Lord in prayer. I have just been pouring my heart out to the Lord, and and I started 2022 with my word being surrender. I want to surrender all of this to the Lord, and and I had kind of forgot that that was my word. You know, it's really sad. Here we are, you know, barely month three in the year, and I'd already forgotten what my word was. And when I started thinking through this, I went, oh, that's right. My word is surrender. I want to surrender all of this to the Lord. So pray, take it to the Lord, search your heart, pray Psalm 139 verse 23, search me, oh God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Get those out. I personally, I love to write these things out or type it out. I find that I get to the real core of what is in my heart when I do that. It can be eye-opening. It can also be extremely cathartic and, and it's so like, it's just cathartic. Really. It just is moving. It's emotional. Okay. Number two. So first you're going to take this to the Lord in prayer. Number two, I want you to take a minute and define success. What is success? How are you defining it? If it doesn't come readily to you, ask the Lord to show you how you're defining success and why are you seeking success and what does it mean to be successful? So take it to your business for a second. Likely you have title, rank advancements, all of those things. I don't think that's a bad thing at all to be shooting for because it's a real tangible um it's a real tangible thing to to shoot for, right? You know exactly like what what barometers you need to meet. I'm all for it. But but I don't believe that our success needs to be tied to that achievement because I know too often I've hit a goal and I haven't like felt I haven't allowed myself to relish in that because I've already started looking towards the next goal. Oh, I hit that one, but gosh, I was almost this far from this one. So let's define success. Take a moment and think through what is success for you? What what would, if you finished March doing X, what would be successful? Would it be some new customers? Would it be new business partners? Would it be, um, you know, bettering, you know, ending March better than February? Like whatever, think about some things that would be a success for you in your business. 
tasks that are achievable, you know, go through those SMART goals. I'm all for like being specific about them and measurable and attainable and realistic. Can't remember what the time bound. So think through those things, but make sure that you go back and you celebrate those things rather than going, okay, yeah, that was great, but it's kind of like what I was talking about last week in the gap in the gain. You know, too often it's easy to measure ourselves by um, a, a, a standard that we didn't reach. What if we were grateful for what we did do, living in the gain and recognizing what the Lord allowed you to do in that time? Okay, so number one is pray about it. Number two, define success. Map out what success will be for you this month, this year, in five years. Number three, what does scripture say? You know, what scriptures are you going to cling to? I have a few here. Joshua 1.8 says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that it is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have success. First, first, it's meditating and honoring the Lord and and studying his word. Then you will make your way prosperous and you will have success. Psalm 1, 1 through 3 says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of, of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. The reason that he prospers is because he delights in the law of the Lord. He meditates day and night. Do you see how those are connected? I needed to see this. I needed to be reminded of this. Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us. According to the power that works within us. If you're a child of God, his power's in you. He equips us to do great things. Psalm 84, 11, for the God, I'm sorry, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold for those from those who walk uprightly. Let me say that one again because I messed it up royally. Psalm 84, 11, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. We first need to be honoring the Lord, seeking the Lord, trusting the Lord, putting all of our faith and hope in the Lord. And then come the blessing, the success, the power to do what he puts in us. All of those things are available to us. So first, pray. Take these things to the Lord in prayer to define success for yourself. What is it that you're going to celebrate at the end of the month? because you've done these different things. What is it? What are you going to, what is your measurement of success? Obviously I'm talking a lot in our businesses, but this is personal. This is professional. This is, you know, as a, as a parent, all of, all the piece, personal, professional, parenting, all of it. And then, um, three, what scriptures are you going to cling to? Those are just four. 
I've compiled a list of 100 verses about success. Go to the show notes because I'm still putting it all together and getting the link and everything, but go to the show notes and you can download, print off, choose a few of these to meditate on. Plus, it's pretty. It's all in my pink and, you know, stuff like that. But remember, this isn't a name it and claim it. This isn't manifesting anything. That's uh, for another episode. This is what has our God already said about this. He is trustworthy. Are you filling your mind with the truths of God's word? Friend, I just feel led to pray for us right now. I don't do this often, but I just so want us, and this is me included, I want us to find our value and success in knowing Christ first and foremost. Dear Father, I just bring these these women before you who are listening today. You know each of them by name. And I love your word. I love that it does not return void. I know that you are able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we could ask or think, according to the power that works within us. You are the sun and shield. You bestow favor and honor. No good thing do you withhold from those who walk uprightly. Father, those are your promises for us. Help us to determine or distinguish between worldly success and what you define as success. And, and, And show us in your word how it's okay to seek for recognition and title advancement and growth in our business, but that our eyes have to first and foremost and always be on you. I think that's the the thing that you're teaching me most is my eyes have to be on you and desiring to honor you. Lord, I just pray that you would go before each of these women today, that you would bless their businesses in a way that can only be attributed to you, Father. Help us to take all of our wants and needs and desires and, and frustrations and everything we're working on to you in prayer. Secondly, Lord, help us to define success under your guidelines, how you define success. Lord, you have abundantly blessed us in so many ways. You are our Father and you want to not withhold anything from us. We know that. Lord, help us to to break through those barriers that we put on top of ourselves. And Lord, I just pray that you would show these women your scripture, your word that shows them your truths, and what you say about success to cling to. Bless these women. Friend, I love you, and I just pray that you are blessed and encouraged. And if this episode resonated with you in any way, would you please take a screenshot, share it in your stories, and tag me, because I know that there are so many other women out there who are struggling with this struggling with how do I have success in my business as a believer? What does it say? All of those things that we've talked about. Have an amazing day and I'll see you.